Welcome to the Fit Factor Podcast, where we discuss health and fitness for those who may have mistakenly thought that their best, healthiest days were behind them. That's about to change. Welcome back to Fit Factor. Glad to have you back for what I believe is now episode five of my new podcast. Um, Excited to have you here. Before we get going, uh, I just want to mention something because today the topic is all about dieting. We're going to talk about yo-yo dieting and we're going to talk about why diets don't work. And this is something that honestly... (laughs) We could do like a 10 part series of this, uh, but I'm not going to do that to you. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it to two, but before we get going, um, with this conversation about dieting and with this topic, uh, I'd be an absolute fool to not take just a couple minutes here to just share a little bit with you about my company. It factor coaching. Um, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm a certified health coach. I'm a certified personal trainer and I'm a certified nutritionist. And this concept of dieting and yo-yo dieting and weight loss is quite frankly my specialty. Um, it's, it's definitely the area that I have the most expertise in and the most experience in. So as we're doing this today, as we're talking about this today, um, if you think, man, I would love to have some help with my diet, with weight loss, I don't know what to do. I've tried the things, this whole yo-yo dieting thing. It hits home with me because I've been doing this for years and it's got to stop. Um, Let's talk about it. I'd love to help you out. So just go to my website, uh, itfactorcoaching.health and you can get in touch with me there. You can fill out a short little segment of info just so that I can be able to reach out to you through email. Uh, My social media links are on there, my Facebook my TikToks on there, which is filled with silliness mainly. Um, and I think my uh, Instagram's on there as well. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that before we get going, because this topic of dieting is definitely something I'm passionate about. And the reason we're actually talking about this is because yesterday on my Facebook, I, I just kind of threw something up there and said, hey, if you could talk about any topic or if I could hit on any topic, uh, on my podcast, what are some things that you'd like to hear about? What would you, uh, what are some topics you want to talk about? And one of the very first comments came from a friend of mine named Becky. And she said, I want to talk about why diets don't work and yo-yo dieting. And I was like, boom, that's my jam. Let's go. So here we go. This is for you. Uh, this is for you, Becky. I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk a little bit about this. So dieting, it's a four letter word in my book. It's one of the most vile four letter words in my book because everybody knows it. It's no secret. Diets don't work. Diets don't work. And we're going to talk about a few reasons why they don't work today. I'm going to split this into a, to a series and I'm going to split it into two parts. The first phase, the first part of this, uh, this podcast for dieting is going to have to do with the physiology of diets. And the next part, part two, we're going to focus on the psychology of dieting because those are both equally important. What's going on between these ears right here is really 90% of everybody's problem anyway. 
very little of it has to do with the X's and O's and the blocking and the tackling, as you would, as I would say in my old sports coaching world. So we're going to talk about this, the physiology of dieting, the X's and the O's, the science of dieting. So let's, let's start this off by just really getting the elephant in the room out of the way and talk about the most basic concept of dieting diets by their nature are designed to put you in a calorie deficit. In other words, they're designed to put fewer calories into your body than you're burning. And that deficit of calories is what causes weight loss. It's very simple math, calories in versus calories out. If you consistently put in fewer calories than you uh, take and burn, fewer in, more burned, uh, you're going to lose weight. That's just the way that it works. So this deficit is the only way that we can lose weight. So energy in, energy out, it's a simple concept. But here's the problem. Diets by their nature are temporary. Diets are not meant to last forever in the minds of the overwhelming majority of people that start them. When have you ever heard somebody say, Tomorrow, I'm starting a diet, and I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Nobody says that. Nobody says that. That would sound crazy. You would think to yourself, why are you going to do a diet for the rest of your life? Do you want to disappear? Nobody talks like that. So diets, by their nature, they've got a starting point, and they've got some sort of a goal that somebody wants to achieve so that they can end that diet. And that is a big part of the problem. So here we go. Reason number one that most diets fail, all right, beside the fact that they're temporary, that's not even really, we're, that's just a foundational piece. We got to understand that part. Reason number one on why diets fail, all right, and this is not in order of, you know, exact importance, but we're going to hit on three topics, three points today. Most diets Focus on the calorie deficit without putting a priority on the macronutrient ratio, specifically the amount of protein in the diet. All right. Macronutrient ratio. Nathan, what does that mean? That's a big word. Macronutrients are your fats, your carbs, and your proteins. Those are macronutrients. And the ratio of those three macros is what percentage of 100 do each of those three macros take up in your daily diet? Are you on 30% protein and 30% fat and 40% carbs? Are you on 10% carbs and 60% fat and 30% protein? Those are ratios. So in most diets, they focus on the calorie deficit. We're going to put you on a thousand calorie diet. I remember when I got diagnosed with type two diabetes back in the summer of 2018, and I'm not going to mention my doctor's name, but when I got diagnosed with type two diabetes, he handed me a piece of paper. And on that piece of paper, it said the thousand calorie diet. And I looked over that piece of paper and it had, you know, a whole wheat muffin for breakfast and 
it had fruit and it had a small amount of white rice and it had some chicken breast and it had a few little healthy fats mixed in there. Looking back on that, of that thousand calorie diet, I remember seeing very little in the form of protein in those thousand calories. And that is a massive problem. And that's a massive reason why diets not only don't work, but why we yo-yo diet. Because here's a problem, and you got to get this. Insufficient protein, while you're in a calorie deficit, will cause you to lose lean muscle mass as part of your weight loss. All right? And if you have a severe calorie deficit, then you're going to potentially have a severe loss of lean mass, depending on how big that deficit is, if, if you don't get enough protein into that daily intake of calories. Protein, protein, protein. Massive priority in weight loss if you don't want to lose lean muscle mass. Now think back to last week's podcast if you listened to it. We talked about how for every 10 pounds of muscle on your body, you burn about 50 calories per day at rest. So the lean muscle mass that you can lose from a low calorie diet that's insufficient in protein content is going to cause you to lose the muscle that's burning the calories. And what's that going to do? That's going to lower your metabolism. That's going to lower your metabolic rate what we call your BMR, your resting metabolic rate, your basal metabolic rate. It's going to slow down when you lose muscle. And that will happen if you're in an extreme calorie deficit and you're not getting enough protein in your daily ratio of macros. Okay. So take this point. I want you to remember this, write this down. If you ever want to do a diet, make sure that especially if it's, you know, a thousand calorie deficit or more, hopefully you're not doing more than a thousand calorie deficit, but there are diets out there that have you in a pretty significant deficit. You want to try to get at least 0.8 grams and preferably up to one gram of protein for every pound of body weight that you're trying to achieve as your target. In other words, if you're 250 pound man and your goal is 190 pounds, you need to be getting roughly 190 grams of protein per day, or maybe down as low as about 170 grams of protein per day to protect the muscle that you have. All right. So reason number one on why we have yo-yo dieting is because people lose lean muscle during a calorie restriction because they don't get enough protein that causes them to lose lean muscle that slows down their metabolism. And then when the diet ends, because we know it's going to, they go back to what they think is maintenance calories to try to maintain their weight, but their metabolism is slower than it used to be. So now they're unknowingly in a calorie surplus and gaining weight. All right. Point number two, why do we yo-yo diet? Why don't diets work? And this is directly linked to the, con uh, linked to the concept of the yo-yo diet. Did you know, pop, this is just like pop quiz. Did you know that when you lose fat, I don't care if you do cardio, 
I don't care if you do a calorie restriction diet. I don't care if you do hit classes, CrossFit, whatever it is. We don't actually burn fat. Did you know that? We think of burning fat as if it somehow just goes away. We burn that fat cell up and it disappears and it's gone forever. All right. My fireplace right now, when we talk about burning things, my fireplace right now is full of ashes from wood that we have burned during the winter. That Those ashes are never going to turn back into wood again. But did you know the fat cells don't actually burn away? What they do is they collapse and they empty out the contents of the cell, but the cell never dies. It's a lot like um, it's a lot like a balloon. If you went to the store right now and you bought a bag of a hundred balloons, you could hold that bag of hundred balloons in your hand and it'd be flat, and there would be almost no surface area to it. It's just it's flat. All right, just imagine a bag of balloons in a package that you just bought. Now take those same balloons and air every single one of them up. How much of a difference in space are they taking up now that you've aired them up? That's what fat cells are. When you quote unquote burn fat, all you do is collapse that cell. The, the, the inside of the cell, the energy that's in there gets flushed out. That gets burned as fuel, but the cell doesn't die. The cell hangs around like that flat balloon being, it's just basically ready to be inflated again when the time is right. And guess who inflates it? We do. When we start eating in a calorie surplus again, eating more calories than we burn, those fat cells just say, ah, fill her up. And that's where the weight gain comes from. We just refill old fat cells that have collapsed and they're no longer taking up space. Now we fill them up, boom, fat. Okay. So when you stop a diet, and you return to your quote unquote old ways, which sadly enough, we know that's all too common. People returning to their old ways after they lose weight, or maybe they don't ever hit their goal and they just give up. But when you return to your old ways because of the temporary nature of a diet, those cells just fill right back up a little bit at a time. Making matters worse, your muscle loss during your calorie restriction has now slowed your metabolism down and your resting metabolism is slower than it was when you started the diet. So it's like a double whammy, slower metabolism, fat cells still waiting to be refilled back up and the yo-yo continues. All right. Reason number three, why diets don't work, why we yo-yo. Did you know that fat loss actually triggers a hunger signal in your body. Fat loss triggers hunger. And here's why. <clears throat> Human beings have been around for thousands of years. We are pre-wired above all else for survival. <clears throat> Excuse me. For survival. Okay? Think of a caveman. 5,000 years ago, 7,000, however many thousand years ago cavemen were on this, on this earth. Think back to prehistoric times, cavemen are on the uh, just kind of Flintstones. Think of the Flintstones. Think of the Flintstones. <laughs> Fred Flintstone. 
Back thousands of years ago, all our bodies knew how to do was survive. We are wired for survival. We would potentially go days, maybe even weeks back during those times without food. Our bodies were designed to store energy for future use in the form of fat. So when you start burning fat, quote unquote burning, when you start losing weight through getting rid of fat cells in your body and collapsing those cells, there's a natural instinctful biological wiring in your body that recognizes that weight loss and goes back thousands of years to the way the human body was designed and says, uh-oh, survival time, we're losing weight, store fat, right? So triggering hunger is intended to make you eat because your body wants to put that fat back on you. So we're hardwired to store fat. We're hardwired from thousands of years ago to be prepared for the next little season of time when we might not eat. That's just, that's just how we're made. And a part of that process, there are two chemicals in our bodies that are responsible for our hunger signals. One is called leptin. The other is called ghrelin. Leptin is your satiety signal. That's the hormone that says we're full, stop eating. Ghrelin is the opposite. Ghrelin is the hormone that says, feed me, I'm hungry. That's the signal that says, eat, it's time to eat. Those two signals work against each other, telling us when to eat and when we're full. When are we satiated? When do we need to eat? All right. And when you lose weight, the leptin signals get suppressed, all right, through that old wiring so that we'll eat eat more food. So by simply losing weight, by burning fat, by getting smaller, your, your, your design of your body, the wiring of how human beings are made, you, there's something in you that says, all right, we need to eat, increase hunger, decrease the satiety signal. We need to get this weight back up and there's nothing you can do about it. It's just how we're made. All right. So our survival mechanism when losing Precious stored energy, AKA fat is to tell us to eat. All right. Your body doesn't know you want to look good at the beach. It doesn't care. Your body doesn't care if you want to fit into those pair of jeans. It doesn't care what your goals are for weight loss. All it knows how to do is what it was programmed to do, which is survive. Now that might make you think, well, crap. What's the point? I mean, I'm trying to lose weight. What, what's the point? If my body's going to just tell me to eat, it's like I'm sabotaged from day one. All right. And there is that a little bit, but we have a little bit of control. So the big question is, can I lose weight? And can I minimize that suppression of the leptin? And the answer to that question is yes. And I'm going to tell you how. A few reasons. Number one, if you want to Increase your leptin signals and decrease your hunger. Number one, exercise. Ah, oh, crap. I had to go there, didn't I? Exercise. That will increase your leptin signals and suppress your hunger. Exercising. Number two, get proper sleep. 
Have you ever noticed how after a day, after a night of not getting enough sleep, you're hungry the next day, you have cravings the next day? That's the ghrelin. Improper sleep at night increases ghrelin signals and causes you to be hungrier and want and have more cravings and me want to snack all the time. If you get proper sleep, you increase leptin. So exercise, proper sleep, seven minimum seven hours, preferably eight hours of sleep every night. Number three, eat satiating foods. Satiating foods, things that make you feel fuller, longer. Protein, top of the list. Protein is very satiating. Nobody ever ate a 12-ounce steak and then wanted to eat again in 30 minutes. Protein is very satiating. Eggs, fantastic. Chicken, fish. Uh, I love cottage cheese. I love Greek yogurt. I love high-protein foods. Protein is great for increasing leptin and decreasing hunger cravings. Another thing that's great for it is fiber-rich fruits and vegetables. Fiber-rich fruits and vegetables make you feel fuller longer. Try eating a sweet potato, just a sweet potato and nothing else. Don't put butter on it. Don't put salt on it. Don't put brown sugar on it. Don't put anything on it but the sweet potato. Eat that and tell me how long you feel full. Tell me how long it takes before you feel hungry again. I promise you, you're going to notice a difference. Fiber, 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 fiber. All right. So leptin signals are not permanent from, from fat loss, from weight loss. We can actually increase the, uh, the leptin signals and get rid of that suppression with some proactive stuff, exercise, getting good sleep, uh, eating satiating foods like proteins and high fiber fruits and vegetables. All right. So that suppression can be temporary. We have a little bit of control over that. All right. So let's just review real quick. Three things. Number one, most diets don't pri prioritize protein. All right. Even if they appear to prioritize protein, one thing I've learned as a nutritionist is all of the guidelines that are produced through all these different organizations, the, the amount of protein these people are pushing is a joke. It's an absolute joke. It's not even close to enough. You need to push at least 0.8 grams per pound of target body weight, or maybe up to one gram of, of uh, where your target body weight's going to be. Okay. Do your part to protect your lean muscle so you don't lower down your metabolism. All right. Number two, although you can't change this, it's important to be aware that fat cells never die. They just don't die. There's no such thing as burning fat. All right. Those cells are always waiting for you. So just be aware of that. You're not really getting rid of the fat cells. They're just sitting there waiting for you to make some mistakes and to, and to fill them up. And the number three, when you're in a calorie deficit for fat loss, all right, minimize the suppression of leptin with exercise, proper sleep, adequate protein and fiber for satiety. Okay. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I'm here to help. I'm here to give you some coaching. If you need any help with just writing a program for nutrition, if you want some help on some ideas for some macros and some ratios for yourself, anything along the lines of, of nutrition coaching and weight loss coaching, that's what I do guys. That's what I do. So jump over to my website, itfactorcoaching.health. You can connect there. You can find me on social media through my website as well. Uh, and then next week, next episode, we're going to cover part two of why diets don't work on why we yo-yo. And we're going to hit on the psychological side of dieting. All right. So you guys have a great day wherever you are in the world. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Bye.